Welcome back to Roll Nine and Three Quarters, everybody, players and listeners alike. It's going to be fun. Today's going to be a fun session, I hope. Heck yeah, it is, man. Oh, yeah. It always is. I've been listening to our old stuff, and boy, I need to remind myself of what is happening in this little story we got going. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of that's on me painting the proper word pictures, so. Well, it's all your fault, Frankie. (laughs) Who wants to recap what happened last time? Not it. Um, (laughs) Not it. Last time, remember, you guys had to go to detention? Oh, yes. (laughs) And then what? And then we left detention and then... Okay, wait. You know what? I think I can do this. Okay, go, Brie. We had to go to detention. Yeah. And there was some talk about if we should try to break out or not. Yep. And uh, we didn't... We got in a little little fight, kind of, with Lucy. Not like a... Real fight. And we also kind of made friends. And then we labeled all of the potion vials like we meant to. And (laughs) then we pieced out. And then we went somewhere. And I think we got into a bit of a fight with uh, some kind of creature, right? It was the books. Or the books. Oh, right. Because we thought we'd go back to the library. And the library was still pissed at us. This is why I'm so glad we're recording more often, guys. And Carl. (laughs) Exactly. Carl realized that this was fruitless. And that the books were uh, endless and uh, he decided to leave the library but couldn't quite leave the library you know 30 paces at a time and ended up standing and watching the rest of the battle occur Esther Joy is a metamorph magus she's very Tonks like and now we are friends not even fair to be a metamorph magus and like it's really not have it not even take up any of your spell slots <laughs> you don't know her character sheet yeah well I guess you do <laughs> We uh, were trying to, like, uh, defend the honor of Gary a little bit because, like, he was... uh, We were very uh, concerned about his mental health. Yeah. Gary was very upset. Gary's mental health. Yeah. Do you guys know why? Remember why he was upset? Because they're going to replace him as prefect or something. No, he got in trouble for for letting you guys out of the dorm. Where did we end it last time? You guys got out of the the library. Carl found the shard of uh, I think the glass was green. (gasps) And and Gary, we're going to go have a talk with Gary with Gallagher. Yep. If you guys aren't aware that we have a mischief has a Patreon that we are a part of that we can chat with us and like send us pictures and whatnot. And you get some special features that we don't release on our normal stuff. A lot of times, because for me, it's doodles. And so you'll get some extra doodles from us about the characters or what's going on, just because that's fun for me to produce. And it's a good place to put it. And you get access to all the other chats and hosts and stuff, whatnot, like from all the other podcasts. And mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Heck yeah. You are now listening to... Roll nine and three quarters. Okay, so what we're going to do, we are going to start this session with you guys rolling initiative. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, boy. Wow, right into the fray, huh? You are Right joking. into it. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm using my... I had a D20 last time that I lost until right after the record. And right before the record today, I lost it. It's like not here. I think it's vanishing on me. Ooh, it's <sighs> a vanishing D- D20. Those are rare. I got a nat one. Okay. 19. Do-do-do. Mm-hmm. 14. Okay, so Carl, you you wake up in a room and there's it's a small room. You're you're in a bed. It's in the corner. And then across from the bed is a mirror and a it's a, a little you know those old-fashioned like you see in like westerns a little house on the prairie like there's a mirror and like a porcelain bowl that has and then like a jug of water. And so you can wash your face and pour it in there like kind of old school. There's there's that in the corner on the bed. Mm-hmm. And so you wake up, what do you do? 
Carl wakes up and he rubs his little eyeballs and he's like, what is this room I'm in here? He, um, gosh, what does he do? Well, he's probably going to wash his little face. He's going to go to that bowl and he's going to say, well, I don't know who put this here, but he washes his face anyhow. So okay, you wake up in a room that you don't know how you got in. You don't yep. recognize this room. Nope. And so you go over and wash your face. I do. Uh, you know, you okay. always got to wash your face. Okay, cool. So you're going to wash your face for your action. Um, now it is Dolly's turn. Mm-hmm. Dolly, you wake up and you're also in a room by yourself. There's a desk across from you. Same setup that I just described. Is there a door? There is. Okay. So Dolly's going to wake up. She's a little alarmed because she doesn't know where she is. So okay. she goes to try to open the door. Uh, the door is locked. Oh, Dolly. <laughs> Could not have been that easy. I get yeah, that's your turn. Okay, now Amelia. Okay, same tell situation. me again. There's a thing. It's mm-hmm. a very comfortable, clean room. It's like okay. look, it's like a little looks like a little fancy little dungeon, just brick walls. Like the, there's a cot you get out of, and then the crossroad is the the mirror and the little basin of water, and and yeah, and there's what a door. Do you do? And there's a door. Mm-hmm. Is there a window? No. Well, I mean, there's a, there's a, like a window in the door. Yeah, you can look out the door. There's like the door has a little like grate. Okay, yeah. I think if it's only the bed or if there's for other furniture in the room, I'm just going to like look okay. under the bed and like look under things to try to get more information. Okay, so uh, roll me a perception check. Uh, 17 plus 3 is 20. Oh, okay. As you're down looking on the ground, looking under the bed, you notice um, there is some... There's some lines drawn on the floor. Can I reach out and feel them? Yeah, I mean, like, you're on your hands and he's looking under the bed, and then you look down and you realize, oh, there's a big drawing on the floor. Oh, it's, like, wider than the bed, or is there, can mm-hmm. I, like, yeah, how yeah. can I get like, a... It's, it's kind of, imagine, like, an area rug, like mm-hmm. a like a, a four-by-four circle. Okay, as you, uh, 20 is pretty high, so as you stand up and you look at it, like, say you're on your hands and he's looking into the bed, and then you notice, like, oh, there's a drawing. So you stand up and you get mm-hmm. back to look at it, and it's, like, a, it's a big, like, sigil. You could tell it looks like a lot, of, a lot of symbols in it. There's a circle, rectangles. You can, it looks very intentional. Okay. And now we're going to go back to Carl. Well, now that Carl's got a nice clean face, he's um, getting a little hungry. Tries to remember if he still has any sausages from uh, the day before. Uh, so why don't you do... Uh, but then he well, realizes that's stupid. And then he re- then he remembers <laughs> then he remembers that uh, he should have like a little, a little cat pin somewhere uh, on his person and he uh, reaches around his person and and he's wondering where's where's my little cat pin maybe maybe the girls have theirs on too yeah your brooch is on all right so I say uh, hey kitty Hey, anybody out there? I don't know where I fell asleep last night, but I don't recognize this room. But they let me wash my face, so I, I guess, you know, it can't be all that bad. Dolly, you're next in line. So you got Amelia and Dolly both hear that. So you guys, why don't you guys both roll me uh, a d20 right now to see who, who gets, who responds, who gets to respond. Sorry. He's one. Sorry. I just got a got two. <laughs> 17. Okay, so Amelia... If you want to say something, you can talk first before it goes to Dolly's turn. I'll just say, hey, are, are you alone in a room with a drawing on the floor? Okay. Uh, can I respond or no? Yep. Yeah, yeah. You can only respond. You know, I haven't looked for a drawing necessarily. No. Um, well, could you look now? Yeah. Uh, oh, look at that. <laughs> Carl. Roll a perception. I, he thinks that there's a drawing there. Roll a perception check. All right. With uh, advantage. 18. Oh, yeah. Okay, one more time. 18 Check again. Check your modifier. Yeah, just in case you, just in case you get a nat 20. Oh. It's going to succeed. I just want to give... Uh, two. Okay, cool. So 18, yeah. You look down and you definitely exactly know what she's referring to. Oh, yeah. There's like this drawing of this thing down here. What's that all about? Okay, now it is <laughs> Dolly's turn. Now, Dolly, remind you, you, you have heard Amelia and Carl have this conversation, but now it's your turn to jump in or do actions. Um, so Dolly's going to look at the floor to see if there's a drawing on the floor. Yes, there is. Yeah, there's... there's there's a drawing here, but I don't see you all. You guys can talk um, freely right now. If, okay, I don't have to say hi, yeah. Kitty. Oh yeah. Well, well, I guess it's. I mean, I get what you're. You guys can say that if it's. Yeah, if it's. Yeah, you got. Yeah, say hi, Kitty. Otherwise, hey, kitty. kitty, Kitty. Do you have to like say hi, Kitty, every time you say anything, or can it like open kind of I a mean, channel do we for want, a while? I think it opens a channel for a minute constantly. Like we we need to know if Kitty's listening, right? Because who else could be listening to Kitty? We don't know who else has these. Uh, okay. <laughs> Maybe. Hey, Carl. <laughs> hey. What's on the floor in your room? Yeah. No. It looks like uh. There's like. 
some something drawn down here looks sort of like uh, an animal of some kind. I can't quite no, figure it out. No, it's not an animal. It's a it's it's a bunch of symbols. It's like it's like circles and tri- I didn't paint this picture to you, so that's this is my fault, not your fault, uh, Carl John. Okay, but the the ground. Yeah. Imagine a giant triangle, and on the on the point of each triangle are circles, and in each circle there is like magically script written inside of it, and then in the middle of the triangle is a smaller circle with more magical root. Like imagine like the one ring, you know, like I was that. just going to ask. Yeah, okay. it's very, very just kind of like you can't make you don't know. I don't know if you well, I guess like you guys can do an arcana check if you want to know what type of magic it is and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, it's actually not animals on the ground. What do you know? <laughs> uh, but it looks like some kind of rune or symbol of some kind. Uh, the, the What what does uh, what's in like the little circles on, on your guys's triangle? What does it look like to you? Dolly, do you have the same? Uh, they describe um, the same thing, yes. Y- yeah, yeah, I do. Can I detect magic? Wait, it's who? It's Do- well, Dolly's no turn idea. was talking. And so, um, sure, she used her tongue uh, to talk. So now we'll go to Amelia. You want to do detect magic? Yeah. Wait, no, okay. that's a spell, isn't it? Yeah. I don't have it. Never mind. Can I oh, do like okay. a magic check? Like, what can I do to like find out some more information? You can do an arcana check that you see if you like, that's like arcana is like understanding the mechanics of magic, not understanding what type of magic. So you can be like, oh, you can like, you, you can do an arcana check. So give me an arcana check. Okay. Uh, my arcana is plus five. So, hey. Uh, 10 plus 5, 15. 15, okay. You definitely know that this sigil is magical in nature. Okay. Magical so like, as opposed to like... It's just, this is not just a drawing on the floor. Mm. Like, you know that it's it's a, it's doing something. This is accomplishing oh. something. Okay, yeah. so I'll say, hey, um, like active? I kind of feel that it's not just drawn, but it's like... Well, you've, you like, you have seen, like, like you've seen the, the, in a textbook before. You've seen sigils like this in a, in a textbook textbook before you're like hey i know this is doing something oh, like, it's like it, it has you know that it's affecting the area so i think i think this is doing something <laughs> it's affecting an area no i'll say <laughs> um, <laughs> oh. hey i think it's maybe keeping us in here or maybe it pulled us in here it's doing so- these things aren't like accidental this is not just a drawing it's it's performing magic i think oh man Okay, now it is Carl's turn. All right. Carl is going to take his wand flute, and because uh, Carl has some like cool new ability here mm-hmm. where uh, he can uh, play a note or two on the flute and uh, get a better appreciation for uh, how the magic around him, how it works, right? Uh, do you have your flute? Are you going to play your flute or no? I'm just confirming that's how my flute works at the moment. So. Yeah, you have an ability that you can use once a day that lets you, det- like it's a detect magic thing. And then basically you, your bot, like you'll glow. Yeah. The You start glowing as to what magic is cool. being used. Cool. All right, Carl, he doesn't want to screw this up. So Carl, he gets on the, lays on the ground on top of the symbol. Okay. He's got his flute on, in one hand and he's got his limbs all spread out, every other limb just to make full contact with this thing and, and says, here here goes nothing. And he plays, uh, I don't know, like a like an E on the, on the <laughs> flute. I love it, So you're it, like though. laying, are you laying on the floor playing the flute? Okay, as you play that, you feel the magic start to go and then all of a sudden... It kind of, you know, when you're in a room that is like insulated for sound and you speak and it just kind of feels like, like empty. Yeah. The ruin you're glowing on glows. And your spell doesn't happen. What? Oh. It's, it's almost like oh, the room no. absorbed my spell. It's like it didn't want me to figure out what's going on. That's not oh. cool at all. And now it is Dolly's turn. Um. You didn't burn that spell slot. It just like it just didn't let you do it. Okay. Maybe I didn't play the flute loud enough. Here, hold on. <laughs> I'm gonna look at my. Oh God. <laughs> look at my spells here. Oh my God! Wow! <laughs> oh my God! I'm surprised the dog. The didn't spell is broken, freak. and you're home. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! And Amelia like jumps back with her hands in her ears because. <laughs> Yeah. Well, shit, guys. I don't know what's going ooh, on. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Okay. I have a new spell that I would like to try. Okay. Do it. Which is clairvoyance. Ooh. 
Okay, paint me a oh, picture. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I don't think I can use this. Why? Because it's within range of a location familiar to you, a place you have visited or seen before. Not that. Well, what do you want to what, what use the spell for? I was just going to see what was on the other side of the door. You, oh, there's um, a window in it, though, huh? There's a little grate at the top that you can jump up and look through. It's probably about, it's probably like you can tiptoe and look through it. Um, Amelia did that already? No one looked through the, no, they just, there's just a hole there. No one's looked through I want to look through, through the grate and try to okay, see. Okay, you come up through the grate and then you, when you look outside the door, you see some like, uh, you see like some light that's kind of like, it looks like torch light. But it's blue. Um, and across the way, you see a door with a similar uh, a similar grate above it. And you see because you are you look outside the door and you can see from from your point of view, you see a door. Uh, there's like a hallway and there's a door across from you. And then a, and then a door diagonal to the left and diagonal to the right. And so, okay. like, there's three rooms across from you and like you're like the middle one. And you can uh, and then the, uh, and then you see across the hallway on the other one is there are like torches there but instead of fire in it there's a there's a big blue crystal and the crystal has light kind of pumping as though it's like a firelight but it's just a crystal that's glowing providing light for you that's okay. blue can y'all cover your your brooches and see if you and just like scream really loud because I think we're in the same place oh sure sure um, yeah. Wait, I mean, so, so so I didn't hear John do the... I mean, I made a pretty loud flute a second ago. Did you guys hear Oh, that? was that really part of it? I thought you were just... I was joking, but Frankie, did I not hear him? When you guys are talking, you guys, you can, you can, uh, okay, Dolly, give me a perception check. Oops. <laughs> Three. Why do I always roll so badly? But it's so um, great. Plus it, two, it, so it's five. You know that they're they're nearby. Okay. Amelia and Carl, give me perception rolls real quick. I'm looking for someone to get uh, over a fifteen Eight plus six. Want me to go as well? Yeah. Seventeen. Okay, seventeen. Okay, Amelia. You know Dolly is next to you. On the right or the left? So if, like I'm if, you're, out if you're looking at the door, if you're looking yeah. at like out the door, it'll be to your um, right. Okay, and that makes Carl across from me. No. Hmm. Is he to my right? No. My left? No. Probably on the she's, other side of Dolly, then, huh? She's yeah. to my right. Yeah. Dolly's so. okay. Dolly's in the middle. Dolly in the middle. Okay. Dolly. <laughs> Dolly would have known, but she rolled so poorly that I couldn't tell her. But then I realized <laughs> I'm stepping in like that's the wrong way. I did it wrong. So yeah, Dolly's uh, okay, in the middle. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say. How about this? Let's all take turns talking, and we can figure out where we are from each other. So I'm going to go Dolly, 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 Dolly. Then Dolly, you hear her to your, uh, you hear her through the wall okay. to your left. Uh, yeah, you're right next to me on my left. Okay. So you look through the window and you spoke. Oh, then Amelia, is your turn this or are you just responding to Dolly? I was just responding so, to Dolly. Can we okay, just cool. talk? So yeah, Do- so basically yeah. for Dolly, what your turn accomplished then is that you all three now know that you guys are in rooms next to each other because you looked out of your door and uh-huh. you saw three rooms across the hall. So you can assume that, oh, okay, I'm in the middle. Carl is to my right. Okay. Amelia's to my left. And now it is Amelia's turn. I can, I'm looking out the window now because mm-hmm. I see, because I, I went forward and I see these, these blue crystals. Mm-hmm. Can I do an arcana check on them? Uh, yeah. Yeah. 15. 15. Again, your little book, bookworm. Something else you read about that it's a good source of light without having to put uh, use like fire. They main it's just easier maintenance. It's a crystallized fire spell. Okay. And so like it's just it's just a source of light, but it is a cool source of light that you remembered because it's a glowing crystal that it's a fire. It's fire turned into crystal, and you can change the color at will. Whoever cast it. I chose bad spells for this situation. Um, damn it. Uh, oh wait, hold on. I know. Can mm. can this be considered a creature? No, but I don't want to just get rid of light. Hold on a second let me think for a second i was gonna throw an ice knife at it but um that may not be wise Hmm. we'll just be in the dark (laughs) 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 i have call lightning also not gonna help i have guidance but i have to touch you guys for that i don't know what action i can take all right how about um i scream out in the hallway like hey hey what are we doing down here like i try to get somebody's attention uh you hear it echo and nothing returns can you guys think of any oh hey kitty Can you guys think of any reason we're in jail right now? Not really. I mean, we were pretty well behaved yesterday, I thought. Um, Mm. I don't have an action. Oh, I know. I know. I want to use shillelagh on the door. 
That's what I would do. Oh, shillelagh? Use shillelagh on my club, which I'm, oh, and then hit I'm the supposing door. I have, and try and open the door by hitting it, which I'm, I'm assuming uh, it's probably going to Okay, pay me. So you, you, know. you, you, you draw your wand, okay. you, and then you then what? I'm going to hit like hit it at the... like. What does the door handle look like? The door handle is just like... Um, like imagine your cliched like castle door handle. Okay, like it's great. just kind of like an uh, like just an iron one, nothing fancy. I want to hit the door handle as hard as I can. Okay, so as you start to cast Shillelagh... The ruin underneath your feet glows. And that same deafening feeling of just kind of like like static air and the spell is not cast. Yeah, okay. this room isn't going to so let now, us use our magic to get can out. Can I just hit, the, hit, hit it anyway? Can I just, just hit it anyway? Yeah, you can hit the door. Oh, roll me an attack and I'll say it's a door. So you just need to hit get a 10 or higher on your attack roll. Um, I don't know what my modifier is. Hold on. Uh, it would be your, your, what is the athletic? No, it's a club. Um, let me look at that weapon. Club weapon. Normally you get the benefit of shillelagh that gives you all that. Um, right. Because we give your wand club stats, uh, one D four. It's just a straight roll. So what, oh, what did your D20 do? <laughs> okay. So <laughs> let's just say she'll like, I'm going to say Amelia winds up. Cast shillelagh, but when she when she casts it, the glowing comes not from the wand, but under your feet, because you realize that like when you try to cast it, the ruin lit up and ate up the spell, and you kind of lose your footing and you miss the doorknob and just kind of like you don't hit anything, but you just kind of like, oh! so you, you just you just kind of lose your balance. Now it's Carl's turn. Yeah, so I think we need to try to work out what these um, runes mean, guys, because that's the only real thing we have to go off of. So what does the runes like? What are they look like to you like i'm looking at them i see like there's a triangle here and i think that like you know there's three of us and there's three points here and there's three circles on these points are your little circles do they have the same thing in each one or is each one different i think i don't remember <laughs> yeah, okay wait melissa why don't we do this give me a uh an intel like give me a wisdom a wisdom okay. saving throw uh wisdom so what's your modifier three. uh 16 plus 3 19 okay so you definitely saved and so I'll say this you were able to communicate to Carl sufficiently that like everything you describe he describes you guys have a little dialogue about it from your guys conversation and, and it was a very clear communicated one like from, we all know for, what it is. it's well it's they like until you can look at it on your own you're pretty much sure like oh it's the same thing just to clarify each one like each rune on each of the three points of the triangle are the same or are you saying that each of our spaces that we're in are like the same thing as on the ground? Both. So like okay. you look at each point of the triangle, it's the same. Imagine like the one ring, like Elvish script writing, you know, like, but, you know, different, obviously, yeah. but that kind of concept, like yeah. you look at it. Uh, give, well, give me an intelligence. Uh, give me an intelligence roll, John. Or wait, uh, what's better, in- investigation or investigation or uh, yeah, insight, that, history, or um, we're gonna or, go uh, insight because I feel like okay. we've investigated here, and now we need to start coming up with some theories. So we're gonna roll insight. And that is a 16 plus 9, so enough. Oh. <laughs> okay, so I'll say this. As you're trying to decipher the the runes, uh, you recognize, you're like, oh, okay, uh, it's a language that you don't know, but you do recognize a language as some sort of um, goblin script, but that is irrelevant. You just know, you just remember like, oh, this is the alphabet, but you do notice that what it's written with. Like you're like, oh, this is like fresh ink. Fresh ink. Wow. But it's it, it's it's very similar to like just standard ink that you use in class on your and your quills when you're in like it's just you notice that the ink. Okay. Carl with all of his insight doesn't know what to do with that, but so he's he's thinking though, like there's three of us, there's three point. We've tried a little bit of magic. Hey kitty. <laughs> I have an idea. Let's all, on the count of three, do our best spell on this floor. And maybe all of us at the same time is what this thing wants from us. Maybe we have to cooperate. What do you say? Like, Yeah, I was going to suggest we all just stand on it, but I guess your <laughs> I idea think, is good, too. I think Dolly's is I a better... I thought we've all been already standing on it, no? Well, have we all stood on one point, stood on one point each? I mean, I'm still laying on it myself. No, maybe. But- <laughs> <Shut up. laughs> 
No, it's it's uh you guys have all stand on it because it's it's taking up like the almost the circumference of the room. Right, but can what if what if Dolly you stand at the top, Carl you stand at the bottom left, and I'll stand at the bottom right? That Let's, sounds good. Let's, which is left? Well, if you're like mm-hmm. looking, if you're standing at the bottom flat part and you're looking up at the top point, right? Yeah. Because like one side is this like an equilateral triangle, Frankie? Mm-hmm. I'm thinking. Okay. So, okay, I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. I'm at the far left of all of us, right? Sure. So I'm going to stand. My back is to a wall that I don't share with Dolly. Get it? Sure. My back is to, and I'm assuming, Frankie, that I'm looking at the triangle stand straight up. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I'm going to move to the far left point because I'm in the left point. Dolly, you stand in the middle dot and Carl, you stand on the right dot. All right. I'm not going to argue with that. Here I am. I'm in the I'm in the point. Dolly's standing in her point. Okay, wait, Dolly. As you try, you ha- you realize that the point that you need to stand on, that she's asking you to stand on, is underneath the um the dresser with the little basin of water. Oh shit! Uh, y'all, my my point is covered. I gotta you move. I gotta it? try to move this. So Dolly's okay. gonna try to push it out of the way. Okay, give me an athletics check. Oh god. Oh Dolly, you got mad. Or oh. I don't know if I have anything for that. Oh my god. What? Two. <laughs> Dolly. Okay. What's your what's your okay, athletic modifier? Switch. Zero. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um oh, Dolly, the- as you as you do that, you knock over the basin and the mirror is gonna fall, so you need to tell me which one you're gonna try and catch. And then we need to roll to see if you catch it. Hurry. The mirror. Gotta pick now. The mirror. Okay. Now roll me uh athletics or whatever. So just roll. You need a 10 or higher on, on this roll. 14. All right. Okay. You swoop down and you catch the mirror before it falls, but that means the basin of water falls on the floor. When oh, you water when it falls on the floor, oh. the sigil in your room, the ink starts to bleed. Uh, so Dolly just says, uh, hey, kitty. Uh oh. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> I just Dolly, spilled a bunch it? of water on the floor and now the ink is running. Where, where's it going? I, I thought it- I was Dolly for a second. <laughs> that's not how Carl thinks. Is it? Okay, should I? Amelia doesn't even think about it. She goes to try to do the same. I forget whose turn is to whose, by the way. Wait, oh, Amelia tries to do... Um, uh, wait, so you were, um, Amelia's turn was getting people to stand mm-hmm. in the corners, and that rendered her knocking stuff over, so now it's Carl's turn. Okay. Carl, we got to figure this out here, guys, because I got to pee. Uh, you know, we've been awake for like 20 minutes. Dolly, are you able to stand uh, on your corner here now? or You're, She's able... Yeah, she moved, she successfully moved the stuff out of the way. All the right. basin fell on the floor. So but they're on the corners. But... I'm gonna be on my corner too. Okay. You so you want, but you were you were already there. So what do you want to do for your turn? Dolly also she moved as she catched the mirror, uh, and then she stood in the spot. So she's right. standing where she wants to stand. But we're yeah. all on our spots here, guys. Nothing appears to be happening. Should we try some kind of magic? You want to cast a spell then, John or Carl? Uh, Carl wants to coordinate that we all do it at the same time. Okay, cool. Uh, pick which spell you want to cast, and then as long as Amelia and Dolly are like, okay, if they want to, they're going to pick a spell they're going to cast as well, and then let me know, and then we'll I'll tell you what happens next. Hey, everybody, so we're just going to go ahead and we're going to cast a spell. doesn't probably matter what spell, just some kind of magic to prove to the room that we know how to do some stuff. Say, so, Carl, what are you going to cast? Carl's going to go ahead and, and cast. Uh, he's going to go ahead and cast Detect Magic just because... Okay, and then uh, Dolly, what are you going to cast? Color spray. And then Amelia, what are you going to cast? I will cast it. And we just try magic and it doesn't work. We all tried it individually. Yeah, we haven't tried it together. Oh, got it. Okay, I'm going to do a thorn whip. How I'm imagining this is Carl, you're like, hey, kitty. Okay, you guys, let's all cast a spell at the same time. You go one, two, three. Carl, as you attempt to cast detect magic, the Mm -hmm. ruin lights up beneath your feet. That stained stale air feeling comes around you, and you can tell that the you did not cast a spell. It didn't cost you the spell slot, but it did not happen. Dolly, as you're casting it, color spray just shoots out of your hand and fills the room. The room is filled with bright lights and stuff. You're not affected by it because it's your magic, but that happened so mark that spell slot off and then Amelia as you cast uh, you try to cast Thorn Whip the ruin underneath your feet lights up again 
and you cannot cast your spell either. Oh, well, you know what? That didn't work, but... I wonder, is this thing preventing us from doing magic? Maybe we can wash it away with this water. <gasps> oh. Wait. Dolly says, hey, kitty. <laughs> oh, my God. That's such a good idea. Let me try it. And she starts trying to, like, spread the water around to, like, mm-hmm. that she spilled already to get the ink off of the floor. You can, yeah, you can spread the ink around more. And as you, as you do that, yeah, it just comes up more. Okay. You guys try it. <laughs> Is it like a, can you just, can we just go over and try it or is that like an action? Um, that'll be, well, I, well, we'll go, we'll go to Amelia's turn next. Yeah. You can't do that much on a dolly's turn. So you, you doll, you're just going to rub the floor with some more water, kind of wash up yeah. the runes more. Yep. Okay. Um, cool. And now it's Amelia's turn. Can I just tip the basin over? Yep. Basin yeah. of water. Right. Just okay. Okay, Dolly, giving it a shot. And okay. You, you tip it over the, um, you pour it down. It starts to uh, starts to bleed and run. Some areas complete come washed off. Other areas are just kind of like melty and like just bleed, the ink bleeds. Uh, what do you like to do now? So some areas are more affected than others. I, I'm just saying the like there's more water in some places. You just it's just yeah. But remember in Dolly's room, she just splashed on the floor. And then she was able to cast a spell. Okay, um, I think maybe I should try to do magic now. What are you going to cast? Uh, I am going to cast. <laughs> I feel like call lightning is a bad idea. I want my my club to work, so I'm going to go for shillelagh again, even though it's a cantrip. Okay. You you hit shillelagh, mm-hmm. and as you do it, it you feel the, the familiar surge of the magic like before. <laughs> the, and you your wand is glowing with the magic of shillelagh. I go, ah! And I'm going to tell them. Do I have anything else I can do? You cast Shillelagh, so yeah, if, well, you can't cast another spell, but you can I try can, to hit the door again if you want. Yeah, um, I'm, yeah, definitely. I'm okay, give me, roll an, uh, roll an attack. I use my spell attack, which is six, and that means I have an 11. So you have a plus 11, or you have a plus six? I have a plus six. Oh, so you, okay, so you hit it. Okay, now, now roll yeah. the, da- like, what damage dice do you roll? Weapon's uh, damage becomes a D8, and I use it, and it's spell damage. Okay, cool. So, yeah, you can, um... Five. The weapon also becomes magical if it isn't already. So doesn't a we- magical weapon have a, a bonus on the spell? And so you, can you use get use your spellcasting ability instead of strength for the attack and damage. Well, this right here is telling me you're, you're using a D8 for it. Then so you're rolling that to do damage, right? Yes. And then so you're at, like you're saying you add like a six to it on top of that. It says you use your spellcasting ability for attack and damage rolls. Uh, I mean, it's a door, so I don't think it's a big deal. But I just don't yeah, yeah, want to understand this. Yeah, yeah, I do too. So like, uh, well, yeah, let's just play it that way then. That's fine. It, it's plus six. Sure. Sure. It's um, we'll I figure think, it out. Yeah, yeah it's eleven. <clears throat> you hit the door. It uh, the handle kind of back back and forth. You, you can tell you did some damage, but it's still locked. Okay. Um. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I'm glad we got all that figured out. Yeah, I'm so sorry. Well, I'm so it's happy. A, we were talking about a mechanic, and I know I'm sorry yeah. I didn't mean to. Okay, now it is Carl's turn. All right. Carl is going to go to that big old bowl of water mm-hmm. and just dump it high over his head and straight on the ground and make on a big splash and Okay, you make a big old splash, the eek runs everywhere. Now what? Now, Carl's gonna detect magic again, this time expecting it to work. Okay. Are you gonna do the spell to detect magic or your your once a day ability to do it for free? Oh, let's do that again. Okie dokie. Carl, get your little flute out and play me right, the tune. Carl, here we go, buddy. We're lying on the floor again in a big old puddle. I'm gonna have to change my clothes. You're lying on the floor again? <laughs> yep, we're lying on the floor, getting real close <laughs> to the magic. All right, three, two, one. As you do your shrill note, it vibrates the room in the free, in the familiarity of all your magic working before. You look down at your uh, at your hands and you start to softly glow yellow. Yes, and you know yellow is abjuration magic. Oh sure. And so, so abjuration magic is like shields and stuff like that. So like, oh. uh, you glow yellow, and the ink on the floor that spilled, like wherever the ink was, it's that same color of your skin. Um, but at the same time, you you see the you see the yellow kind of go and kind of fade out of it, and it becomes normal ink. And I'll give you one more action as you're glowing and you're on the floor. What do you want to do? I'm still glowing. Um, well, I'm gonna try to open up the door. What the hell? Maybe I'm in my little Carl avatar state. So <laughs> he walks over and jiggles jiggles the door handle. 
Um, <laughs> the door handle does it, it it's locked. Um, oh, shoot. Roll me a perception check and stop snacking on your turn. 20. Yeah. Oh, you, a nat 20? Uh-huh. Hey. Okay, that's awesome. As you do that, I'll just say that the you're glowing as yep. you touch the door. It kind of does like a it kind of like all the colors start flashing in your skin trying to find oh. the color for the door. But then you're just like, oh, you just know that the door is just locked normally. So the only thing magical in the room that you were in was that sigil on the floor. Okay. Mm-hmm. So now we just need to bust through it normally or find a key or something like that. And now it is... Dolly's turn. Wait, just to recap really quick. Carl did a spell. He glowed yellow. Mm-hmm. He detected magic and he realized that the magic on the 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 grant, like the spell that he was being used, how this daily um, thing works is that it, uh, it looks at the magic around him and the type of the magic that was that was used, he glows that color. And so okay. abjuration magic is more like shields and protections and stuff like that. And so you can tell that that, that magic was Stopping you guys from doing your spells, but that's gone now. And then okay. when he was getting up and kind of trying to use his Carl avatar state, it worked because he rolled the effing nat 20 next. So that's great. So he, oh, he goes to the door and his eyes literally do go white like the avatar. And then yeah. his skin flashes all the different colors like the rainbow trying to figure it out. And then he realizes, oh, all the magic is actually gone out of this room except for him. Okay. And so that's what he yeah, that's what he got. And I'm assuming he's you can hear some of this and the kitties. So you guys are able to piece information. It it makes sense that you guys know a rough idea what's going on. So can I just go ahead and try to like break this door open in that case? Yeah. What do you want to do? Let's do Love Amora. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do I guess firebolt. Okie dokie. Firebolt is an attack roll, right? Yeah. You need to get ten or higher on this roll to see if you hit the door. 16. Oh, great. Okay, and then now the damage is... Roll me a d10. And wait, uh, where were you aiming when you threw your spell? At the doorknob, at the door, at the window, at the uh, At the doorknob. At the doorknob? Okay, cool. Uh, now roll me the, a d10. Two. Why do I okay. always get twos? <laughs> what does it mean? You hit your firebolt. Uh, you do two damage on the door. You see the fire hitting hitting like the the metal knob, and it heats up. But then it kind of cools back down. Shoot. And now, and now it is Amelia's turn. I would like to do um, Thunder Wave, which I would like to rename Bombardia for us. Sparta. Ooh, Bombardia. I like it. <laughs> sure. I right? like that. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it at... It's a first level, but I'm going to do it at second. So that means I roll two D8s for damage. Okie dokie. 17. That is the damage or like you, the, like this one is just a, like, you don't attack. have to roll an attack roll, right? It just happens because it's an area effect. Oh, right. The, it has to save. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. The door has to... to make a constitution saving throw. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm going to roll for that. Let's see if it saves. On a fail, this target is pushed 10 feet away from me. Um, so give me, uh, and what's the damage? It takes 2d8, actually 3d8 because I'm doing it at second level, but it's also pushed 10 feet away from me. Yeah. Uh, we'll see if the... If the damage is good enough to break the lock, then it'll push the door all the way off the hinges. So 3d8, right? Um, three or two? Yeah, because it's I did it at second level. Oh, golly. Yeah, do it then. 17. Yeah, yeah. So you hit the doorknob pretty good last time. So it was kind of like, it was a little I loose did. when you try to open it. And then now you step back, you focus your wand, and you go, bombard! Oh, wait, you spell this. What am I doing? It? You're Amelia. Do the spell for me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually, I'm gonna stand there for a minute trying to remember the name of the spell uh-huh. just learned last week in class. Bombarda! You say that, and as you say it, it the force of the spell it hits the door so much you get flying, you get fall back on your butt, you fall oh. back on your little, your little tush, Ow. and the door. <laughs> Busts off its hinge and there's splinters and you open the door. I go, cool. I'm going to obviously start running to try and get them out of their room. Okay, so you get out of... Okay, yeah, so you come out of the room. As you step out of the room, you run out of the room and you go look to your right and you see you see the hallway and the, there are 
Yes, they're next door to you. So you walk, okay. you want to, you go, whose do door do you go to first? You, if, when you leave your, the, the door, if you look to your left, there is a, a big open room with some high columns and, uh, it's, but it's dimly lit. And so, but it's uh, that same blue is, is over there. And then next to you, which is much brighter because you're closer to the, those, those crystal torches. There's the room across from you. And then there are two, the other two rooms. And then give me a perception check real quick for me, please. 11. Yeah, you notice the two of the rooms across from you has has this a little another sigil written on the door in in uh, no it's different but it's okay. you can uh, it's much smaller it's like the size of a it's like the size of your palm like okay. like if you could fit a triangle on your palm and there's like a little closed eye on it and it's white Ooh. and it's glowing a fate white on two of the doors at the Carl and Amelia's door you guys have on your guys's door there's this the those same sigils are there but they're not glowing white they're black and the eye is open Ooh. Ooh, cool all right, so um, I'm assuming that's my turn. Yes, and so now it goes back to Carl. Carl heard Amelia bust out of her room, right? Uh-huh. So he's like, all right, Amelia, good work. I wish I had a super strength spell. Shoot, <laughs> how am I supposed to do this? He wonders aloud. He consults his little spell book in his, in his, in his mind, decides not to use shatter, so not want to shatter himself. And that's the extent of his offensive magic. <laughs> oh, no. Um, oh, Carl. Carl has um, a little sword, uh, usually, on his person. A little rapier. Maybe he can jam it into the uh, the door here and uh, shimmy it open. You want to, like, do... You want to, like, try to pick the lock? Yeah, what the hell? For you to pick this lock from the inside with a sword to open I'm it? I'm not trying to pick it, though, to be fair. I'm just trying oh. to, like, jam the sword in there and break it. Okay. That's you mean, like, fair. a simple, like, a lever? Yeah. <laughs> you need a 21 or higher to open it with the sword. Okay, I'll tell you this. You can roll with disadvantage and need a 20 or lower, so you have to roll two dice, or you can roll once and you just need uh it needs it's a 21 difference this is going to be hard to do but i want to help you out so just yeah so roll because i like i like the way you're thinking well that's an 11 plus four so 15 okay so what's going to happen as you as you try to uh jimmy the door open Mm -hmm. with the sword Amelia sees on the other side that the door handle on her side is completely moving back and forth while yours isn't moving at all. Mm. So give me give me uh, give me a wisdom check, Carl. 19. Oh, perfect. So you as you're doing this, you realize oh, you, you you realize like, hey, Amelia, it's not locked from the outside so she can let you out. OK, can I do oh. that without waiting for a turn? Yeah, that, that makes sense. So, yeah. So you I get you can let Dolly out as well. I love okay, that. so I do that. now we don't have to be an initiative anymore that you guys are together. Hooray. And so I will say you, the doors are open this hallway to where Carl, when he walked out of his room, it's just a door. It's just a wall across from him is a room, a room uh, there. So there's the three rooms, two of which have the sigils on it. And then down the hall, as now you, as you guys are looking at it, why don't you guys all give me a perception check, please? Ten. Nine. Twelve. What was the modifier we needed? Perception. Perception. Oh, that's six. It's like I have all the other ones written on a piece of paper here, but not yeah. that one. Yeah. So I have um, 15. Oh, cool. As you guys look down that hallway, and the, there's some big, tall pillars with those with the, those faint glowing lights. Um, and there seems to be like a, a large door at the end of that of, into that big um, high ceilinged room. Hmm. And that, but that's to your guys' left down the hall or to our in front of us I guess is the other room yeah basically you can tell by looking at it like you guys were in three cells there were three cells uh, on the side of you as well yeah Yeah. so what do you guys want to do Carl has to pee remember oh that's right Carl has to pee Carl mentioned Carl mentioned that he had to pee apparently he's also getting hungry earlier of course he's getting hungry of course he is Uh, Carl's always hungry but then he's going to go give some teacher a piece of his mind for being (laughs) imprisoned in his own school here well Dolly is talking to you in first person right now all right Dolly um, listen, I don't know what the hell all that was, but we haven't had breakfast uh, and we may be missing breakfast for all I know. Short of setting these rooms on fire, I'm not sure what else we can do here. Well, maybe we should just move to the other room and see what's there. 
I agree. Let's go. All right. Let's do that. Let's do that. What the heck is going... Like, who put us down here? I think probably Gary wouldn't be so bold. Nah. And I would have maybe maybe that crazy um, professor head of house uh, who seems to have it out for us. But still, that's a lot to go through to put us in a A dungeon? Yeah. (laughs) Jail? We're not that bad. Right. And they left us like the one, you know, tool required to break the spell just sitting right there in a basin. So they couldn't have been too, you know, it's like they're testing us. Someone, someone's testing us. All right. Well, how long are we, how long does it take us to get to the room? Oh, so you guys are, you guys are leaving the area of the other cells. Mm -hmm. Is there anything, was there anything to our, you said the big room was to our left. Was there anything to our right further down the hallway? No, the only thing is the only thing of interest around you guys is like you guys were in those three cells that you guys are now out of. Your door is broken. The other ones are open gently. There are the torches on the wall. The two rooms across the the room across from Carl and the room across from Dolly have those glowing sigils with the eyes shut. And then the room across from you has nothing written on the door. And yeah, you guys can leave that area and and go um, and walk into the next room. It's almost just like you're just walking into like that. It's almost like that room in front of the Great Hall, which is like a big antechamber, um, but there are pillars in it. And so are you guys approaching the the antechamber room? Yes. As you guys walk away, you guys hear like a and please give me a perception check. All three of you, please. 18. 13. You have high perception modifier, John. And it's 12. Okay. You guys don't know anything of note. And as you guys um, walk into that area, you see a giant wooden door, probably about the size of like two sliding glass doors put together. So just like a big door that has four doorknobs on it. On the four, the four doorknobs, one's gold, one is pewter, one's silver, and one's bronze. And as you guys are approaching that door, I need you guys to roll initiative. Oh my goodness. I got a one again on initiative. Oh golly. Three. I got its initiative. 16. 16, oh my god. Okay, hold on, I need to roll. Okay, so it is... Okay, so as you guys are walking towards the door, the torches on the pillars start getting a little brighter. And, like, the light... You know how when torchlight kind of, like, flickers and kind of blossoms and closes in? The the light starts kind of, like, flickering more. And in the shadows, you see these bat wings start forming. So these three giant bats made of shadow start flying out of the corners of the light, you know? And as they fly in towards the middle of you, they kind of, the light goes around them. So these giant shadow bats kind of fly up. One comes up from behind and attacks. I'm going to see which one he attacks first. Carl. Oh, great. (laughs) A giant bat swoops down and tries to hit you with a bite attack. 11. So what is your AC? I don't think that hits. Your armor class. Carl is an 11. Oh, so your AC is 11? Okay, yeah. he does hit then. Um, he hits, and so he's going to do a little shadow bite with his little shadow fangs. <laughs> and he does... So it's a D6 plus 5. So he does 9 damage as he bites you and flies away. Piece of crap. And now it's Carl's turn. All right, here. Doggone bats. Not cool. I have had nothing to eat today. <laughs> um, what's my best spell against bats? Doggone bats. Yeah, we're going to shatter these damn bats. Okay. Carl takes out his flute and plays the shatter song. Sounds like... <laughs> so how we're going to do this is it's a 10 foot radius. So you can either hit the bat that bit you or you can hit two others. I want to hit None as many damage. bats as I can. Okay, two. So you can hit, you go for the two. 
And then we will do um, a creature a constitution saving throw. And that means I have to do... Um, so what is your spell DC save? That is 14, right? That's correct. Yeah, so I have to roll... They have to roll 14 or higher or they take full damage. One saves, one doesn't. So 3d8, so I'm gonna... If I roll, I'm gonna roll it once and times it by three. Okay. Four times three is 12. So you do 12 damage to oh, one yeah. and six damage to the other. How much, um, uh, whatchamacallit? The one of the bats looks, uh, is flapping um, a lot more erratically and kind of looks like one wing is not working as bad as the, as better than the other. Okay. Um, we, so we now kill any of the bats? Not yet. You're the first person to hit it though. So why um, is it that we had to split up the damage between the two of them? No, you got it. You didn't split up the damage. You just, you did the damage. I didn't split, like you did the damage twice. One saved. So one like oh. one save this so he that means even if it saves the attack it still mm-hmm. does half damage and the other one took full damage the bat that was just hit really bad is gonna swoop in and go did for... they roll at a, a disadvantage by the way because any creature made of an uh oh actually they're not inorganic are they they're shadow bats so never mind yeah yeah they didn't it didn't affect them but if they were made of like yeah, right. uh, crystal bats or some weird thing yeah stone or something it would have made disadvantage Okay, the bat that's hurt's gonna go for Dolly. Oh no. Careful, Dolly. It goes to swoop in and try to attack you and misses. The next bat, I'm going to roll. It's the other one that was hit. Uh, And it goes for Amelia. Okay, this is a bite attack. You get eight damage. Oh, yikes. Yeah. Oh, I guess I have a bunch of... Okay. You guys are a lot... You guys have more health now than you used to, so that's good. Um, so now it is Dolly's turn. All right. Uh, Dolly's going to use her good old uh, magic missile spell. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. Okie doke. And she wants two on the weaker one, I think. No, no, no. Sorry. Two on the stronger one and one on the weaker one. So um, there are three bats flying. Oh, I thought there was two. (laughs) No, I'm sorry. There's three. No, that's my my fault. There are three bats. The first one who bit John is untouched. And then Carl hit the other two. And so... Of the other two, there's one that is that is visibly weaker, and then there's the full health one that that bit John. So where do okay. you want to direct your missiles? Two on the one that's hasn't taken any damage, and then one on the visibly weaker one. Okay, cool. The first one you're aiming at is going to be the weak one. So roll that for me. Okay. That is three. Okay, dokey. And the next one's one. Okay. Uh, and one again. <laughs> okay. Now, mind you guys, also, Carl, I didn't ask for your movement. And so I'm, well, I'll am i just assume you guys are all standing next to each other right now as the bats are kind of like swarming around you. If you need movement or if you guys want to like hide behind a pillar so when they try to attack, they have to attack with disadvantage. There's all that kind of stuff, too. So just whatever you guys want to do, let me know um, movement wise. So you you cast your magic missiles. Are you going to stay with the with the with the group or are you going to move somewhere else? I'll stay put. OK, cool. And now it is Do- uh, Amelia's turn. I am going to cast Moonbeam, but as a third level spell. Oh. So Moonbeam is a silvery beam of pale light. It shines down on a five foot radius, 40 foot high cylinder centered on a point within range. Until the spell ends, dim light fills a cylinder. It lasts for a minute, so that's like, what, like 10 turns or something? Six right? turns, yeah. Uh, six, 10, right? Each turn is six seconds? Yeah, each turn is six seconds. I did the math yeah. wrong, yeah, yeah. Uh, when a creature enters the spell's area for a first time, or on a turn, or starts its turn in there, it's engulfed in ghostly flames that cause searing pain, and it must make a constitution saving throw. It takes 2d10 radiant damage on a failed save, or half as much on a successful one. A shape changer makes its saving throw with disadvantage. If it fails, it also instantly reverts to its original form and can't assume a different form until it leaves the spell's light. Oh, nice. On each of your turns, after you cast it, you can only, you can use an action to move the beam 60 feet in any direction. This is a cool spell. Yeah. And then I get an extra D10 for doing it from a third level.
fire level. So it's three d ten damage. Okay, which one are you? I have to like pick a point. Like if I any point. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna point like I'm gonna, I'm gonna roll a dice to see if they're because these bats. I imagine them. They're like fluttering around you, and so like mm-hmm. so I'm going to roll just a pure luck roll. If it's eleven to twenty, you can get two of them are right next to each other. You can hit them right away. Otherwise, okay. you'll have to pick one of the three you'll, to okay. aim it at. So um, I'm gonna roll that right now, and it is a four. So you have to pick one to hit. So there is, there's one that is visibly weak. Only like one wing is kind of working, uh, but it's still like <laughs> snarling at you with his little shadowy fangs. And the other two look pretty healthy and they're just flying about. Let's get the, let's get rid of the first one so that I can move it around next turn. Or let's oh, put so you, it in the in the weak one's path. Uh, what do I have to roll? Saving a Constitution saving throw. Yes. And I need to beat what is it, fifteen or th- twelve for you? So your spell save DC. My is spell 14. DC is fourteen, and my Constitution okay. save is also fourteen. So oh, yeah, perfect. 14. Same. Okay, so here we go. 16. And so it takes how much damage? Oh, uh, half. So half of three d10s. Yeah. Three. That's nine. Zero. So is zero that, ten. That first bat that you put that you summon your moonbeam on. It's you, nineteen. So you gotta cut that in half. As you cast moonbeam, do you is there? Do you want to? Do you want to tell me how it happens? Do you want um, preference? I what want it looks Amelia like? to. I want her to put her hands up to like call it down from the okay. sky in like triumph. Great. So yeah, she she puts her hands up. A shaft of silvery moonlight pierces every molecule as it, it just kind of shines through the ceiling and the, it lights up the room and one of the, the first bat that flies in it like rips into flame and just the shadows kind of just burn away. So one of the bats just like nothing is left behind, not even a smell, just the echo of his screech. And now it is Carl's turn. Oh, wait, do you, uh, move, movement wise, you're going to stay with the two or you're going to move around? Um, Oh, right. I can move, but I I can't move. Oh, no, I'll stay with them. I see what you mean. Okay, cool. Now it is Carl's turn. There are two bats left. They're flying above head, circling you guys, and they are, they look pretty healthy. Are they close to each other? Like within like 10 feet of each other? I will do another luck check and see if they are because they're kind of fluttering about. So this time it's going to be an uh, 11 to 20. They're next to each other. A one to 10. They are not. A three. They are not. So you can pick which one. How, how, how far above our heads are they? The, The ceilings are only maybe like 25 feet high. Okay, so they're, they're, I couldn't like run up and try to grab one. I mean, if you want to time it so when it swoops down to try to like, they are swooping down, a, so you can probably time real. a jump. Carl's not a, an athlete. He is very <laughs> low athleticism. Carl class bears endurance on Amelia. No, okay. full strength. Sorry, not bears endurance, full strength again. Cool. So ex- explain, do it to me. I mean, I mean, target has an advantage on strength checks and uh, (laughs) her carrying capacity doubles for (laughs) such a useful, uh, useful thing here. For creatures made out of shadows. Right. We're doing this. Yep. Carl has fuck all to do. Carl had to pick something. (laughs) (laughs) It's good, though, to make like bards buff their 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 teammates. Well, so that's a good way to think. Yeah. Have some have some strength. Amelia. So what does Carl do? Does he play so a song? So making me just... strong again? That's yeah, awesome. Carl. Fuck yeah. Carl comes up to Amelia and puts a flute kind of near her head and just like... <laughs> really loud in her ear. Amelia's yeah. still got her arms up and oh she's like God. mad with power now. He's like, get, get rid of these bats, Amelia. And Carl runs runs for cover. Like conducting yeah. the moonbeam. Yeah, she's yeah. conducting the moonbeam, and then her muscles swell with magical yes. intensity, and she's like, yes, the power! The power! The power. <laughs> I can feel it. And Carl can make a move a movement here after the spell, so Carl's yep. going to just look for a column or something to otherwise shield himself. And yeah, okay, you'll hide behind a column? Points. Yeah, you'll cut on the column in case. Oh, but at the same, look at the same time. Remember, Carl can also like if you like you if you guys have healing spells, you can heal people too as an action. That's also something you guys can do. I don't know. Did you stop cure wounds or no? I have cure wounds, did, but I have to keep Carl? the spell going. Oh, Carl does too. Good, good, good. So that's always an option as well. Like that's something you can do too. So he casts Bull's Strength oh. on Amelia. She gets drunk on power. Go nuts. <laughs> Is it my bat. It's Dolly's turn, right? No, and now it's a bat. For Carl. Asshole um, bat. <laughs> 
but I'm hiding. It's cool. Yeah, you're hiding. So he's gonna roll with disadvantage when he attacks you. And so your your um, armor class was 11, right? Uh huh. Okay, so I'm gonna roll twice, and the low number is the one that got. Oh, okay, so the bat swooshes at you, and you duck behind the the column. And you, when you when you poke your head back out, you see two little like fang scratches on the column that was like it just barely missed you. Mm. And so now it is oh another bat's turn. Okay, it's going for Dolly. This bat is very upset. It got hit by a magic missile, and it's gonna be. <laughs> It's gonna turn for you, and it swooshes down. And what is your um, AC again? Twelve. And it swooshes and totally misses. Like this bat totally just flubbed it. He just he bumped into his friend, and his friend's mad at him now. <laughs> and now it is Dolly's turn. I'm a little embarrassed because I feel like I'm so slow to pick up on just like the no, general I'm, rules of really, this. No, but I've been playing wait. it for three years, and I still check books. I. Like, I could not use magic missile again, right? Or missile or whatever. You can, because you have four first level spell slots. You can cast that one four times, or you can cast magic missile once, and then another first level spell slot. Like, basically, you can do whatever the F you want, but the only thing that's limiting, you have to choose, you can only choose from the spells that you have. You can even do magic missile at a third level. That means you throw five darts out, because it's three that you do, and then it was a second level, and a third level. Well, I am going to use Firebolt, though. Great. So, but thank you for... No, no, it's fine. Clarifying. So you need to... No, that's the whole point. Uh, so, so you need to roll an attack roll, and you need to hit a, a 13 or higher, and you need to pick one. You only hit one target with this. So you can just... You can pick... You need to pick two or three. Just arbitrary what number do you want. Do you want to hit bat number two or bat number three? Uh, three. Perfect. Okay, and now roll the d20. 13. Okay, that hits. And now do, what's the damage for Fireball? Uh, 1d10 fire damage. Nope, at fifth level, you get 2d10. Ooh, yeah, okay. That's good. Ooh, that's just a cantrip too. Nice. Dope. Eight and nine. Okay, the bat that you just hit, one wing flew off, but it's still managing to stay aloft with one wing in the sky. Oh. And now it is Amelia's turn. So how does this work? If I just want to keep it active, do we have, we have like one live bat and one uh, that's sort of limping around with one wing? Yeah. Do I just move it? It says I can move the moonlight. Yeah, you can direct it. Let me roll a D20 to see if they are, uh, what is the radius of the moonbeam? Are they, is it 10 it's feet radius? It's five foot radius, 40 foot high cylinder. Oh, five foot radius. Okay, no, you can hit one. Um, that's fine. Okay. So you can, uh, do you want to, you can pick to move it onto the strong one or the weak one? The strong one because it's going to do three D10s if it hits, so. Nice. Um, it does save. And now, okay, so it gets three times divided by two, by two. What is what John did do? So you roll roll 3d10 and then, uh, what? What do you want what John did? John gave me something. He gave me strength. It gave you some strength. Oh, that's strength. You're, this is a spell, so it doesn't affect okay. the spell. So it has to be while this is happening. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And three, six. No, that's nine. Uh, actually, so it's 22 divided by two, so 11. 11 damage. Nice. The bat that you just hit, half of his wing got torn off, and he's bar- but he's, he's still staying alive, so they both look very weak now. Um, are you going to stay in the same spot, or are you going to move? Where Where are you, Dolly and, and Carl? Are you still Oh, that's right. Dolly, yeah. you didn't move. Are you, Dolly, did you, are you staying in the same spot? I'll just Next stay. to Amelia? Yeah. And so yeah. Carl's behind a pillar, and you're uh, and Dolly is sitting next to you, Amelia. So and now how close are the two bats to each other? The bats are fluttering above your head, so there's like... <laughs> So, so I'm just gonna like, gonna like, um, balancing the paper plate style, like try and keep the beam on this bat, but I'm not gonna, I'm gonna stay, stay where I am. Okay, cool, yeah. And so now it is gonna go for <clears throat> Dolly. Twelve. Twelve. Ooh, it does not hit. So it swoops down uh-uh. and uh, misses you. And now it is Carl's turn. Still haven't gotten rid of these bats, huh? Okay, so I got this crazy spell where I get to be mean to the bats. So I'm gonna say, hey, bats, get out of here, bats. Nobody wants you here. You're just a <laughs> bunch of weird shadow bats. What does that even mean? Get just go home. <laughs> I gotta pee. I gotta pee. I gotta pee. <laughs> <laughs> 
Carl casts vicious mockery at the stupid bats. It could be vicious whining. I gotta pee. <laughs> Call it what you will. No, what kidding. do I roll? <laughs> um, you uh, saving throw. Oh, and it gives disadvantage on like so. Next time when the bat tries to attack one of you, you guys, it has oh. disadvantage. And so, Perfect. but it does have to do with say it has to pass this, a wisdom saving throw. So, what is your spell? Is it fourteen? Your spell check? Oh, it's fourteen. Yeah. Okay, so uh, let's see if this bat can roll that. Oh, which bat are you insulting? Bat two or three? They both look very... Okay, look, there, I'll say this. There's one bat that has one wing, and there's one bat that has one wing ripped off. Or, uh, one wing ripped in half. Which They're one both in bad me? shape. Uh, the one that bit you originally is dead. Oh, good. Can I insult <laughs> okay. that one for being dead? <laughs> you stupid idiot. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna insult the bat without the without a wing. Okay, cool. Um, now roll me. How are you me. even still flying, you stupid bat? You need both of those wings to fly. You should be on the ground with us. That's You're true, full of crap, actually. bat. You're breaking <laughs> all the rules point. of being shadow bats. <laughs> now roll two d four and let me know the damage. All right, three. Four. Nice. Okay, as you insult it, the bat looks down at, it looks over at one wing, looks over at the other one, and goes, ah! and falls to the yes. ground. And it falls to the ground. It shatters into um, yeah. shadows that then melt and then you can go away. Excellent. Hell yeah. Excellent. Serves that bat right. And then that was the bat that was going to go next, but now he's going. And so now it is Dolly's turn. I would like to do magic missile again. Okay, you're good. There's only the one left. Roll me the three the three D4s. Ugh. One. Mm-hmm. Four. At the and second four. missile, the second missile hits, and that bat shatters midair. And so the third missile shrieks towards the bat and misses. And then kind of flies back. The little little galaxy spiral kind of flies up to your face, and it it wants to go somewhere. So you can you can tell it to go somewhere else. Just, uh, if you look around the room, give me a perception check. Sixteen. Okay, yeah. So you can if you send it at one of those um, at a torch, it might explode the crystal thing, or you can just throw it at the door. It's just it's mainly just because you killed it so easily. So it's just fun. You can just pick where you want this to go. It's okay, just flavor. Just just the. The torch. Yeah, so you 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 it hits the torch and the torch kind of cracks and then when it cracks the fire becomes orange again and just kind of burns but then it kind of solidifies and goes back to the the blue crystal and glowing fine. Now you guys are out of combat and before you is a giant door with four knobs. Cool. So I'm gonna um, put my arms down and like shake shake them out and then look down and see that I have guns. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. Rip it off the hinges. Just gonna just gonna. I'll say that little... you were so buff that your sleeves ripped. I was so going to say, there's like a little yeah. tear in my right sleeve. And I'll look at Carl go, yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> just high five. <laughs> Got those bull strength arms. Yeah, I like it. Thanks for listening to another episode of Roll 9 and 3 Quarter. Tune in next time to see what's behind the door with four knobs. <laughs> and again, thanks for listening. Do you have your, your, your flute? Upstairs. You're going to play an hour now. Do you want me to go get it? It's upstairs, but we're going to just pretend it sounds like... Yeah, he's like... Go get it. I want to see him do this. Yeah. Where he's going to get his recorder. We need it. I love it. It's such. It gives such flavor to it. Yep. Um. <laughs> okay, as you go... I had to make sure that the rune heard it, so... Okay. Um, I read that upside down. That's fine. Dogs, cool it. What do you need? Go somewhere else. What for us? Shattered. On my left. Um, on my left. On my left. <laughs> on my left. I'm all sassy. <laughs>